All right, and welcome to both mics. I'm Mike Safka, and that is Taylor. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. And um, Mike, I want to get right into it here. There's a there's a couple weeks ago, people remember we talked about White Castle. We talked about the test kitchen. You remember all that stuff? Yep, yep. All right, all right. So um White Castle coming to Orlando, big store. They're gonna do a pop-up kitchen, right? They're gonna do a pop-up kitchen while the restaurant is getting built. So they did this and it shut down very, very quickly. The demand for pickup and delivery orders was so overwhelming that they closed the virtual kitchen for a couple days. When they felt they were ready again, they relaunched it, but the overwhelming response caused them to close again, this time until the full service restaurant opens. And here's a quote, the high demand led us to a tough decision to need to close the virtual kitchen for now until the full service restaurant is open. It's almost like we planned a dinner party for eight people and 800 showed up. It's wonderful, but we just want to make sure we're ready. Okay. So that's according to White Castle Vice President Jamie Richardson. I thought that was, uh, hey, it's, it's, you know what it is? We had so many listeners ordering White Castle. Right. That's what it was. I'm, I'm going to take, I'm going to take that as a victory for us. What do you I, think? High five. Yeah, we'll take that. Uh, now, here's the thing, right? I like White Castle. I know White Castle. I kind of follow White Castle. You know, when you hear about it in the news, I'll click on it and read about it because it's, it's back home for us. Now, here's the thing. They opened one in Vegas right on the strip, right? They're all excited about it. Big promo, blah, blah, blah. Fanfare, the whole nine yards. They open this place up in the strip, open 24 hours a day, burgers for everyone. Four hours later, they close. They ran out of product. They were in the second largest tourist place on the planet. They opened this place, not enough product, closed in four hours, closed for the day. They tried again the next day, same thing. Now here's the thing, you're not reinventing the wheel. It's the same burger they've been, they've been throwing around since the 1940s. They know they're busy. They know they're in Vegas. They know where they're in Orlando. And they're on iDrive in Orlando, no less. Or at least that's where the store is going to be. People want it. You know, people want it. They, they, they need to know what they have. And, and then, they, yeah. Well, you need like, to know that when you go there, they're going to have, I don't know, food? Yeah. Like <laughs> Dad always said, measure twice, cut once. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's crazy. Obviously, they need it's some really restaurant not people running those things. I mean, I, obviously, they're not prepared opening. I mean, I did store openings when I was in the restaurant business. It takes a talented, unique individual to direct that whole op, that whole operation. And that's just from the service and, and you know, food side. That's not counting the construction and all that stuff up front. So, obviously, they don't have the right people on the food service side, I would say, because otherwise they would be better prepared. They would have enough food. They would have enough people. They would have enough trained people. And that's, I'm not, you know, and I'm not trying to rip them here because I would like them as a sponsor. I'll just be be very candid here. Get your act together because you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want this problem to happen when you do open your doors. You don't want to open for four hours like Vegas. That's not a, not a good look. Not like you're opening a Chili's, you know, you have a vast menu of Chili's, you have a vast drink menu alone. You have burgers. You have fries, you have shakes, soft drinks, chicken sandwiches, maybe some chili somewhere. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? You would think after how many years they would have this down to a science, right? Well, 
least, especially after Vegas. The crazy out of Vegas, but they still have in Vegas. I know people who live in LA drive four hours to go to Vegas just to have White Castle. I know, I know people. But I don't get it. <laughs> Listen, staying in the fast food uh, category here, according to ClickOrlando.com, settling the beef, Orlando attorney John Morgan dons meat sweats, and I'm going to have a picture of this up, in Arby's apology video. Did you know he had beef with Arby's? Well, I think everybody has beef with Arby's. Exactly. Right? Here's what, here's Morgan, what happened. John Morgan made the largest lawyer lawyer association in the country the guy well i think i think he must have been drunk drunk texting or something because on monday february 1st of this year he put out in his john in 60 seconds twitter post or whatever that apparently he has a lot of followers because he's florida's so-called pot daddy um but here's what here's what he posted here, here here's what he put on here arby's the thing about arby's that i don't understand is how does it stay in business there are certain places that I worry about how they stay in business. Who goes to Bojangles? Who goes to Crystal unless you're drunk at 3 a.m.? Hashtag John in 60 seconds. So I'm, buddy, you're an attorney. You're trashing people. They're going to sue you. You know this. What are you doing? He's the largest attorney in the country. You don't care. Don't so care. what they did, a very smart Arby's, did was they sent him, and again, I'm gonna have this picture up here if you're watching the video, and if you're listening to an audio, go look at the video, because I'll put this up there. There's a picture of him with the big cowboy hat on in a suit, a sweat suit that looks like it's meat. So he gets the meat sweats, and he's holding up a bag and a cup, and he gives an apology back to Arby's. This is all a campaign. This is all, let's get clicks. Let's let's create a battle like the rappers used to East Coast, West Coast. Arby's, I apologize. Arby's, I apologize. Your food is delicious. Thank you for the meat sweatsuit. And Mr. Brown, I know you're the CEO. There's no way Arby's in Maui. I want to franchise information. So what he was implying was there's some kind of New Jersey-esque operation going on in the back back room at Arby's, and it was just a front. Crystal's is just a front for organized crime. Interesting. And and John Morgan called them out on it. How did how did he get involved in this? I I, I don't know, but it's it's it sounds like it's I don't know. I, I I don't know if it's real or not. You know what I mean? Right. Why would he do that? And he, he's asking for franchise information. He wants to open a. An Arby's in, in Honolulu? In Maui, yeah. Well, that's not Honolulu. Yeah, okay, Maui. Interesting. Real interesting. Now what? Uh, do you like Arby's? Oh, man, I like Arby's, but um, I try not to go to fast food places too much anymore. It's not the... Even right. though you can do something a little bit different at some of those places like Arby's. they ha You know what Arby's has when they have this two for six on those... Now, you say gyros or gyros or gyros? Gyros. Yeah, those Greek sandwich things. Yeah, those things are actually pretty good there. Yeah, no. But uh, what, what is good there is the, the Big Montana. Remember the Big Montana? Is that bacon on it? It was so big, they, they had like a special clamshell container for it. It was a half a pound of roast beef on a bun. 
makes you like once you pick it up you can't put it down because it'll fall apart so you had to like eat it it was like almost like going to chipotle you know you pick up that big old burrito and you can't put it down because it's going to fall apart nice in montana was and it was it was just massive and you're done eating that of course you got to get the large size you just spend an extra 50 cents to get a large drink a large fry yeah you feel like you get a freaking vomit after after all that food you know, after hearing this, I think we need, I've been trying to think of a bit just for you, Mike, calling it Taylor time or something. And I'm thinking we may have stumbled onto something here with the fast food. That, and that's a great way to get sponsors too for us. I think you should do like a fast food at a week or something. Just, just you don't have to eat it in front of us. Just give us the story. You have all these fast food stories. I like it. I have a story about everything. Everything. The, I saved the mall from burning down. The what? <laughs> the Piranha Park Mall in New Jersey. You want to hear about the story about me saving the mall from, from burning to the ground? Yes, I would like to hear the story of you saving the Paramus Mall from burning to the ground. Yes. What? How about, how about this? I saved a guy from getting run over on the New York State Freeway. All right. Thank so, you very much. I was got killed on the New York State Freeway. I saved his life. What, what, go ahead. Give it okay. to me. What happened? How about this one? One of my best friends almost died. I saved his life, too. Tell you about that sometime? Yeah, that'd be good. I already told you about my friend and his sister won the lottery, right? Yes, yes, yes. What? You're just filling up the catalog. You're filling up. We need to have a... Friends and not know anything about each other. I, I... <laughs> I'm speechless. I'm speechless. Wow. Well, here's good news. Very interesting one. Here's real good news. Lady Gaga's dog walker is expected to make a full recovery after shooting. Shooting? This is news, by the way. They're talking about the person that walks Lady Gaga's dogs. I didn't see it. Texas gets froze and people die. And I, I heard that news. Oh, no, but this is important. And according to Rolling Stone, because this is what Rolling Stone does nowadays. Yeah. Rolling Stone used to be really cool back in the day. They had their ear to America, yes. Tell us all about it. Well, apparently, Lady Gaga's dog walker got shot and they stole the two dogs that she was walking. So somebody stole Lady Gaga's dogs and shot the dog walker. There are two French bulldogs, Gustav and Koji. The male suspect reportedly talked, took the two dogs, shot Fisher, the dog walker, with a semi-automatic handgun, and fled the scene in a white sedan. There's a $500,000 reward why is it being offered by Lady Gaga. Why is it always a white sedan? That's so weird. A white van, a white sedan. That's racist. Turn, no. Okay. Case in point, remember back in the mid-90s, Washington, D.C. area, there was a, a, people would get shot at gas stations, and they said it was a white van. Go outside right now, look around, I'll guarantee you, you'll see a white van. Walk outside of Publix, you'll see a white van. Any gas station you're at, look around, there's a white van. Well, it comes out that this guy was a, a stepfather and, and stepson, and they put the stepson in the trunk, they knocked out the uh, the hole for the uh, the key, and he put his rifle through, and he was shooting people that way in a blue sedan, not a white van, because everywhere you look, there's a white van. It was a blue car. So, getting back, 
Lady Gaga, what happened? None. They took her. This guy saw her two French bulldogs and and shot the lady walking them and took the two dogs. So is this going to be like a ransom situation? I don't know. She's being offered five hundred thousand. Lady Gaga's offering five hundred thousand dollars to the to anyone who can help retrieve her two dogs. Not who can help find the the shooter of her dog Walker. Right. Yeah. I found that uh, interesting. Don't walkers are a dime a dozen. Yeah, they even have that app you can get on your phone where it uh, you're at work and you get a notification that your dog pooped. Really? Yes. Oh, you didn't know that? No. Yes, yes, yes. I forget what they call it. And it's a thing and you download it. And what you do is your certified dog walking professional goes by your house while you're at work at a certain time. They can feed your dog, exercise your dog, let it go poop. And when they do that, they hit you, they hit back. Hey, it was just at your house, you know, and they, they say the dog went number two, the dog went number one, whatever. Yeah. I, that, that, I thought like something in your house detected the poop and then it like rang your phone. You know, no, like, but that's a great idea. I like this one better. But believe it or not, my kids, my two boys, they were at a, they were at preschool and there's an app and we'll get a notification on the app when they eat when they take a nap, when they wake up from their nap, if the little one needs his diaper changed, if it's number one or number two in the diaper, and we'll get pictures and videos. Do you get pictures of the... the, the... No, not pictures of <laughs> the video of the one and two. Okay, that's what I thought you were saying. Your boys, come on, really. <laughs> so for, for $20,000 a year, this is what you get. What you get, you get pictures of, of your kids, number one and number two. I nice. Think. Nice. Hey, here's here here's something that's real important. This this okay. I should have opened the show with this. This is the most important <laughs> thing I saw. Okay. This is according to CBS News. Mr. Potato Head brand goes gender neutral, dropping the Mr. title. Really? This is important. Well, this okay. is front page news. Yeah, I, I would imagine. I saw the headline somewhere. So, In an effort to promote inclusivity, the iconic Mr. Potato Head brand is going gender neutral, dropping the Mr. title in favor of a more modern look. Modern look? Yeah, a modern look. So I don't understand. So there's no more Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head? Is this like gender fluid data head? Yes, yes, yes. Is that what it is? This gender fluid data head on the box, or is this a potato head now? I don't Hasbro, the maker of Mr. Potato Head, they put out a tweet hold that tot. Your main spud, Mr. Potato Head, isn't going anywhere. While it was announced today that the Potato Head brand name and logo are dropping Mr. I am proud to confirm that Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head aren't going anywhere and will remain Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. Thank goodness. I was very worried about this. Now, I think they waited for Don Rickles to pass away before they started this. This Don Rickles was the voice of Mr. Potato Head in the Toy Story movie, one, two, three, and I guess four, before he passed away. Could you imagine if he was alive right now, what he would be saying about this? It would be hilarious. It, yeah, it, it would be shocking. 
That's for sure. I would but, love it. I would love to see that. Matter of fact, you gave me an idea for a bit. Thank you very much. I will I will do that within the next week here. All right. Um now when Mr. Potato when Potato Head started back in I guess probably eighty years ago, it was just the pieces. And you got your own potato out of the cupboard and you stuck the pieces through the potato and you had your Mr. Endor. Maybe back then, I don't know, no missing potato head. And that's what you got. You just got the pieces. Then they had the mister, or they had the the thing, the potato, and then you made it either Mrs. or Mr. Potato. And what, what, what now? What, what, what's going to change besides the name? I think they were saying the brand name is changing, but Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head aren't going anywhere. I think they made the announcement corporately, but then they came out and defended. Uh, so they, they, they're they trying to have it both ways. So that, what was the defense? That they're just trying to make it more general? They were trying to be very newsworthy, so we would talk about them on our show. Right, right. Yeah, I guess since the, the four Toy Story movies revive their their existence and it's kind of waned in the past decade or so and and i'm interested in getting likes i'm interested in getting more downloads i'm interested in all that stuff i'm interested in getting better as we do more of these shows but i'm almost wanting to do the opposite here and let me tell you why there's a german radio station apologized for making fun of south korea's pop band bts have you heard of these guys yeah, I didn't make it fun of them since the day I heard of them. <laughs> that doesn't make me famous. I know, but here's the thing. They have 33.1 million Twitter followers. Damn. So here's what we do. We create a book Mike's Twitter account. We trash them here. We record a special segment for them. And then we get pick up steam from 33 million people on Twitter. And I don't care if you love me or hate me, just spell the call letters right, right? Apparently, this uh, German host said some things, and let me whip out these that my wife got me here because uh, apparently I'm having trouble reading stuff. <laughs> I know which radio station I won't be listening to anymore, some of the tweets wrote. I really don't need race racism of this form. Apparently, he was just busting their chops like a... Uh, I don't know, like you would do like the Backstreet Boys and what have you, but I think he pushed it a little too far. I'm trying to find the exact quote here. Is Korea a race? I, you see, that's what I don't understand. So what if it's not racism and it's about a nationality, is it nationalityism? What, what, what's, what's the prejudice against a nationality called? I don't know. I'm, I'm you know, I, I, I'm going to say the wrong thing here, so I'm just going to... Hold my tongue here. Hang on, let me see. I'm scanning this article here, and I, I'm trying to find the, the quote I saw before. Well, he said he ended up saying something like, uh, "He hopes they go on a month-long vacation in North Korea." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing against South Korea. You can't accuse me of xenophobia only because this boy boy band is from South Korea. I have a car from South Korea, and I have the coolest car around. Okay. So 
Yeah, I think this is a bunch bunch of nothing again. Again, this I'm not mentioning any names of this guy or whatever. I'm not trying to give him any more play. It's just I found that interesting because he got so much run. He had 33 million Twitter people coming after him. We got to come up with something like that. This right. is a great marketing strategy. How do you how do you make the perfect viral video or viral post? We need to find some college kid to help us with that. Um, well, I know two kids that are younger and are out of college and are good at internet stuff. Well, there you go. All right, they got a <laughs> position now. Congratulations. You get a hold of your son, I'll get a hold of mine. Yeah. My, my, mine is uh, become a digital nomad. Do you know what that is? Digital nomad? Yes. Wait. Nomad. A nomad's like a like a loner that goes like off into the the tundra. He so and like, his he and his new bride. They they've been married uh, one one year. A couple days ago, it's been one year, and wow. they uh, they plan this out. They both have jobs. They can work over the internet. They bring their laptops, and they packed up the car. They bought a small pop up camper, and they're going to travel the country while they're working. That's awesome. I know, and I, he was like, what do you think? I'm kind of nervous. And I was like, yeah, do it. Do it now. Because if you wait and try to plan it, where everything you think is going to be perfect, it's never going to happen. Yeah. Something's no. going to happen. Kids, something's going to happen. Kids. <laughs> now that's, that's perfect. And, uh, you know, just take a dart and let's go there. Yeah. Hold on. I'm not... I'm not going to disclose his location right now, but he's already on his trip and he's already having a good time yet, you know, doing the responsible stuff. So I'm, I'm proud of him for being able to make that decision and do that. As long as he has a backup for, for work, you know, that, that's, that's what's going to be. Yeah, well, apparently they just, they can use their phone connection, I guess, for Wi-Fi and do their job and see the country. That's a, that's a great opportunity. I've been wanting to see the country, but before I get in this other thing here, I do have one other entertainment type thing that we could we could talk about. Mike Tyson calls for a Hulu boycott after the streamer announces unauthorized Iron Mike series. I don't I don't know if I want to tick off Mike Tyson. No, no. Nor nor would I want him as a babysitter. Right. <laughs> I just <laughs> Howard Stern had a bit once. Who would, you, who would you rather have as a babysitter, Mike Tyson or Mike Jackson? Oh, I take Mike Tyson all day. Yeah. yeah well, he's still alive, so that, that would be a good choice. Well, if Mike, well, again, go ahead. You can at me for this one. I'll give you permission. Mike underscore Sofka at uh, at bothmikes.com. Um, all right, here it comes. I, I, you know what? I should have just said it and moved on already because now it's not going to be that funny. I was going to say, if I came home and Mike Jackson was the babysitter, he would then be dead. But I know, it wasn't very funny. But this is, I, I don't understand how you can just do a docu-series about somebody and not have that person to give you the rights or I, I mean, what's, what's going on here? There's gotta be another story. Like they just said, no, we're not going to pay you. And that's it. Or what, what's going on here? Well, it's like someone just doing a biography about something. If I wrote a book about you, it's not illegal. 
you know? And of course, we'll be upset, blah, blah, blah. You'll say, this is not true, and that's not true. And, and you'll get on your social media and say, boycott my family because he's writing a book about me, my Sokka. So it can be done, and you can have a, you can, you can pitch a fit, but it's SOL, you know? Well, this could be the best thing for both of them. Maybe this is like the Morgan and Morgan guy thing where it's not really a beef. All right, went again. Hey, but you know what I mean? Like maybe he's secretly on the payroll and they're bringing this up because it's an eight episode Iron Mike, which will come from the team behind the I, Tanya. I guess that was about Tanya Harding. That I just don't understand how Mike Tyson can come out and say this is tone deaf cultural misappropriation saying it is offensive to make such a movie during Black History Month. Those those words did not come out of Mike Tyson's mouth. Yeah, well, you see, you see, I, 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 <laughs> uh, I did, uh, I said, I said, I said I'm black and it's Black History Month. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, no, he did not say that. Maybe his spokesperson said that. He did not say that. But, uh, they do it all the time. There's a series, I think it's on, on Access TV, the uh, Mark Cuban channel, <coughs> called Breaking the Band or Breaking Up the Band. And they do it for every band. And sometimes they'll get certain band members to be in it. Sometimes they won't, like the one with Motley Crue. They, they re did reenactments, didn't use, didn't use any of the four members of the band. They told the story of the band. You know, it was fairly accurate. But yeah, they had no permission from any of the people in Motley Crue. And um, I don't know how they got away with Guns N' Roses one. You know, actually, seen everything. But um, yeah, they had no members of Motley Crue attached to it at all. It was just B. Schneider narrating a puppet show about Motley Crue for an hour. So you don't think I came up with tone-deaf cultural appropriation? Yeah, no, sorry, bud. Tone-deaf cultural appropriation? The only person that's tone-deaf is is who's, who's the guy who uh, that he's ear off? Speaking of documentaries, I saw a good one. I was flipping the channels around. I caught the back end of the Sam Kinison one. Did you see oh, that? Damn, that must have been awesome. Yeah, no, that was really good. And I had no idea he pulled um, the segment I watched. From that segment on, they said there was a, a a party he was at one night in California. And he was... The, his night ended with him hanging out with the guys from Cheap Trick. And I was like, oh my God. Why, how, are they, how are they getting dragged into this? Yeah. Anyway, they offered to get Sam a ride home from the event or the party or whatever they were at. They were hanging out after a show or something. And Sam was like, no, 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 I'm going to drive my car. I'm going to drive my car. And his car was found like wrecked and abandoned in, in the desert. And then he had called his buddy and he was like, you got to come get me right now. And his buddy came and got him. And then further on, like a couple years later, same thing happened. He called his buddy and his buddy ended up showing up and taking the rap for him and doing time for him. Wow. His buddy, they were in an airport and uh, they were about to get on a plane and they show up outside the uh, where the sky cap is, they're they're getting dropped off at the airport, and sure. the, the sky they call the sky cap over, and he just kind of looks funny and runs away, and then another sky cap comes over and says, "Do you need help?" Is this Sam Kennison? And they said, "Yeah." 
And he said, oh, right this way. Then all of a sudden, a helicopter, SWAT teams, FBI, ATF, all these people swarmed all around the car. Somebody had called in an anonymous tip that Sam Kennison was getting on a plane with a bunch of drugs. So there's dogs, everybody's they're sniffing all the bags and everything. They got everybody out. They got everybody up against the vehicle. And the manager, who happened to be his brother, says, hey, officer, can you help me out with this? Maybe we can work through this. We got to get on this plane. We got to go to a show. And then Sam calls his brother over and says, hey, man, I need you to do me a favor. He goes, there's a little bit of weed in this black bag over here. And, you know, I just need you to take fall. Just a little bit of weed shouldn't be a big deal. So he says, okay, all right, I got this. So he goes over and he's, and the officer's like, hey, the dog's alerting on this black bag. And, uh, and his brother, Sam's brother, goes oh well that's my bag and the officer says well what would the dog be alerting to and he says well it's probably just a little pot they pulled out like two pounds of pot in his bag <laughs> his brother ended up doing some time over it wow so it's just it's an incredible situation it was an incredible documentary i gotta watch the front half of it but yeah, yeah he was great we uh back in the day when Howard, before Howard blew up nationwide, he was just in New York and I think Philly. And he, he, he was just so blacklisted by everybody that he couldn't get the, you know, the majority of celebrities on there. I used to get Leslie Western Mountain on there. And then Dee Schneider used to get on the show. And then Sam Kinison before, it, and then it started to build and really blow up. And the best radio I ever heard was when Sam Kinison was on his show and Dee Schneider was on his show. And when they were on his show together, forget it. You'd be crying, crashing into stuff, driving down the highway. Phenomenal radio. Just funny stuff. But uh, Sam Kinison, he would have thought he would have died from drugs or alcohol. Uh, he was actually driving, I think, back to LA from Vegas. He was and clean, supposedly. What's that? He was supposedly clean at this point. He was, he was sober. No, nothing in the system, and he was hit by a drunk driver and killed. Crazy. Yeah. Yep. Now it's Scott. He's got to be close to 30 years ago. Now, maybe 30? Yeah, probably close to 30 years ago. Yep. Well, hey, there's good news. We can we can we can go into space and bring the both Mike's flag with us. So I'm thinking, what we do is we're going to get a bunch of people to enter you in this contest so you can go up into outer space. Check it out. There, I, Here's the deal. There's four astronauts who are going to be flying aboard a SpaceX mission by the end of the year that will be a bunch of private citizens with no space experience. Okay. One is a billionaire funding the mission. Another is a healthcare provider. The third will be selected at random through a sweepstakes. And the last seat will go to the winner of a competition. Look, have you ever won anything like in the publisher's clearinghouse or anything like that? I think this is along that same lines. Probably, yeah. Publisher's clearinghouse, I'm sure it's one of the same. <laughs> but I'm just saying, are they going to send me one of those things in the mail? It says you're a winner, just buy these magazines so you can go to space. Man's gonna come knocking your door with a big check. Yes. You're going to Uranus. Yes, yes, yes. 
you know that is the ultimate gig that, that is the ultimate uh the ultimate prank i've wanted to pull on somebody for a while show up at their house with a big check at halftime during the super bowl balloons white van right. there's your white van again imagine that that would yeah, be i think that would be great you could videotape the whole thing too right which would appear normal oh they're videotaping the winner you'd have to do it to somebody you didn't know right or have someone else do it i already know who i'm gonna do it to I already know. I've already I've already pulled a prank like this uh, before on the same person, so I'll probably be doing that again. Might have to tell you off air. Well, you know what? I'll I'll tell you on air. I'll tell you on air. Check this out. So, way back in the early '90s, early to mid '90s, my sister, um, she went to Kentucky Fried Chicken or something, and she saw they had this promotion where you can be a magic player for a day. And Lost she, sister or brunette sister? yeah, right. She's no. both. Which sister? You have two sisters. Blonde sister. What? Yeah, they change their hair colors all the time. Okay. This is Donna. Okay. My sister Donna. All right. So check this out. So she enters, and but she's in a wheelchair and she has problems writing stuff out. So she says to the manager, she goes, "Hey, I'm just gonna make a photocopy. Can I just enter that way? Come back and bring my entry. This is bad. I mean, this is before internet stuff. I mean, it's just you were at the store filling out a piece of paper, going into a cardboard box by the register. Okay. Yeah. So he tells her that unfortunately they don't allow any mechanically reproduced entries. That it has to be hand done. So she says, "Can I take a couple of the forms with me?" And he goes, "Well, you can only enter once a day." And she says, okay. So she goes, can I get seven of them? And I'm going to have my brother help me fill these out. And he goes, look, you're really nice. And I really think it would be great if you won. Let me tell you how they're going to select the winner. We're going to select the winner in each of the seven area Kentucky Fried Chickens. And out of those seven, one person, everybody's going to get tickets or whatever, but one person is going to be the magic player for a day. You're going to sign a contract. You're going to sit at the end of the bench with the team during the game. You're going to be a magic player for a day. And she thought that would be hilarious if she won that. Right. She also thought it would be hilarious because her soon-to-be husband was working there in a in a, in an office capacity. Like, he wasn't, like, he wasn't a ticket taker at the Amway. I mean, he was working for the magic, you know, in sales and so forth. So... Donna talks me into going to each Kentucky Fried Chicken with her, all seven of them, every day for like a week and entering her name because she, she thinks she's got this thing on, right? So I noticed, this is in March, whatever year it was, and she, <laughs> I noticed the contest ends on March 31st. So I'm sitting here going, Oh, this is going to be too good because on April 1st, I'm going to call her and I'm going to tell her she won and I'm going to see what happens. So I, I disguised my voice. My son was real young. So it must've been around 94, 95 that, that time. Wow. So I, I, I tend to him. He's quiet. I go in the other room and I disguise my voice. And I star six, seven on the home phone. I was calling on landline. Kids, there was there was a home phone. It had an 80-foot cord in the kitchen. Or if you had a antenna where you pulled the antenna out like a walkie-talkie out in the field. All right, so I call her 
Star six seven, so she can't see with a caller ID. That's the number. Calling her, right? And I disguised my voice, something like "Hello, is this Dona Sofka?" You know, I, I I totally do like a weird voice, and I tell her that she won, and she goes, "Oh my gosh!" I said, and I'm laughing, and I'm trying not to laugh. I'm laughing so hard when I'm doing this, so I get nervous about it, and I go, "Look." I'm gonna be calling you back here in a disguised voice. I'm gonna be calling you back here in, in about 20 minutes with more information. I just wanna make sure I had the right information. Congratulations. She goes, oh, great, I gotta go. So I'm laughing. I grab my son and I am holding him so he's making noise now. So I sound like something's different. And she's calling me on the other line. So I pick it up and I go, hey, Donna, what's going on? She goes, you're never going to believe it. I won. I won. I'm like, no way. Won what? And she goes, I'm the magic player for the day. And I said, you're kidding me. Oh, my. And she goes, I got to go. I got to call Mike. And I'm like, Donna, wait. And she hangs up. So then she calls Mike on the phone, who is at work, where he's working for the magic and she goes oh my gosh it's a good thing we're not married yet because i would be ineligible to win because i would be family she goes but i won the magic player for a day so now i'm calling her back so she tells her husband whose name is mike as well she goes mike i gotta go mike's calling me back and i'm trying to call her and tell her not to tell him so i get through and she goes i, I go donna it was me and she goes what and i go it was me i was the one calling you saying and she goes nah -uh. and i go yeah and i did the voice oh don't know and she goes oh my god i called mike mike had told everybody at the magic <laughs> anyway i thought she would be a prime candidate for that very same bit where you show up at their house with a check balloons yep that's amazing i thought you were going to come up with uh that 20 minutes later, Kentucky Fried Chicken called her and told her she won. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, anyway, yeah, I still haven't lived that one down. I'm, I'm still in trouble. I'm in trouble over that one. Yeah. So, Mike, here's what I'm thinking. Okay, so go back to this astronaut thing. Okay. Pretty soon you're going to be able to buy a ticket and go into orbit. I mean, it's going to be like taking a flight to Denver or something. It's going to take a couple hours. It's going to be a process to get in the air, a process to come back. But still, you're going to go far away very quickly. Makes sense. You know, it, it, anything has a price tag. So don't give me the obvious. Don't give me the Uranus right away. Give me the where would you want to go? I mean, if any place was not off limits, where would you want to go? Well, tell you, man, I... I've always wanted to even just do skydiving. And another story, you know about my, my cousin, my mom's cousin. Yeah. Another story. Um, we probably need to tell that story now, but just going to the moon or going to outer space itself is, you know, it's unfathomable, but even just doing that would be fantastic, you know, to, to get to get out of the atmosphere and look at the planet and look at everybody at once, you know? Would be uh, would be spectacular. The moon, yeah. Uh, well, anything beyond that, I think it's, it's just too much, too much of a risk at this point. You know, we barely make it to Mars. Well, here's the thing. I, I look. I remember when I was little in the '70s. We used to go for a Sunday drive. We used okay. to go to church, 
used to go have brunch. Then you used to go on a Sunday drive, which meant we were stopping by Rickle Brothers or some apartment department store or something, or looking at real estate or something, something not fun, something driving around in the back of the car. Yeah. This is the same thing where it's the journey. I think it would be cool just to get out in space. I mean, anywhere you could go out in space would be cool. It, exactly. You know, to, to be able to, to see that it's actually not a flat earth. So here's what I'm thinking. We get a banner with our logo on it. And we do a GoFundMe page. And I just want to I just want to send our name. I don't want to get in the thing. If you want to get in the if you want to go in outer space, go in outer space. But I just want somebody to take a flag with our name on it and plant it on some foreign, some, the moon, Mars. Right? Just throw it out. Yeah. No, stick it in the ground. I want people to see it. Right? That'd be cool. Get a telescope and you can find it. There's one other thing I wanted to talk about today. It's um, for the first time. Physicists have filmed oscillation of a time crystal. I didn't know what the heck any of this meant. I just, this yeah, is, I, I, I was fell down when you said that. Say that this again. is according, according to sciencealert.com. For the first time, physicists have filmed the oscillation of a time crystal. Okay, what's a time crystal? I thought you said businesses. I'm like, businesses? Like, no, 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 physicists. Physicists have... Huh? It's about a time crystal. So a time, a time crystal, apparently has the ability to reverberate or continue on something without any more energy. So theoretically, it can repeat itself forever without an energy source, which makes them sound suspiciously like a perpetual mo motion machine. According to laws of thermodynamics, such devices are impossible, which makes some think that time crystals a no-go zone. Basically, what they're saying is you could take a, a crystal. You know how you always hear about, oh, it's healing power, man, or whatever. Or people wear crystals and stuff because of energies. It's real. They've documented it. They can pick up the sound waves, and the sound waves will oscillate through a time crystal and they can you can hear it and you can see it on a monitor of the sound so what that means check this out now if crystals can interact not only in space but also in time we can add another dimension of possible applications the pos the potential for communication radar or imaging technology is huge i was just talking about this last week about time travel and you told me i was crazy you told me somebody would, from a million years in the future, would travel back in time and tell us that right, we have time travel. They, they no one has come back yet and said, "Hey, it's me, the guy from a million years ahead." So yeah, no. Haven't yeah. you seen that picture of that guy that's on the cell phone in like the Buster Keaton movie? And he says, "Can you hear me now?" Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, that guy. I know that guy. He's a, he's a trader, isn't he? He's now working for the other company. Which I think that's classic. I think that's great. The other company like, yeah, we're moving in another direction. He's like, that's right. So am I. I'm going next door. Right, I'm going to the yellow guy. And they're going to pay him twice as much because they got him. Yeah. <laughs> you know? 
What's going on with this movies thing? Remember we talked about that last week? Movies. M-O-O-B-Y-S. Movies. Yes, yes, from the classic movie and one of my favorites, Clerks 2, um, it, which was also in Dogma and uh, probably a couple other of the Kevin Smith movies. Movies, uh, they're doing what White Castle's doing is a, a pop-up restaurant. Uh, they don't have an actual physical location. They go from city to city. They're going to be like in Vancouver. They started in L.A. They've been in Illinois. And now they're coming to Orlando. And uh, March 12th to the 21st, uh, you have to make a reservation online, pay ahead also, um, for a meal. Uh, and you get a, a, a choice of like the cow tipper or the cock smoker, um, which would be the chicken sandwich. I'm sure they have fries. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. I was going to go straight to it's a hot dog. Uh, no. <laughs> nope chicken sandwich um yeah and the cow tipper and all the all the fixings and, and all the yellow and purple stuff and i'll be making a, a reservation i think the weekends there's two weekends and of course the five days in between i think the weekends are pretty much booked up so i'm gonna have to like leave here after work at like 4 30 take the two hour drive to orlando get my cock smoked and then head on back to St. Augustine. That's awesome. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know who, if any of the participants or you know Dante or or um, or Elijah is going to be there. Uh, Rosario Dawson. I'm not sure if she's going to be managing the place like she did on the movie. Um, but uh, I'm going to make my way down there. You know, it's one of my favorite movies. I actually have one of the uniform shirts. Should have wore it tonight. You should just show up wearing it. I, I'm going to wear it on the way on down there. It's $29, and I'm guessing I just get, like, a bag lunch. Two-course meal. Remember, we learned that last week. Two-course meal. Burger and fries. Burger and fries and a drink. Is that a course? Is a drink a course? But it's, like, is Jason Mewes going to be there? You know, is Kevin Smith going to be there? Because you get it, – it's, like, every half hour or every 15 minutes, you can make your reservation. So what's going on in between? You know, do you walk in, like, real slow? You know, what's what's happening during that time? Uh, yeah, actually, you know what? I probably should have read the website and see what's going on. They probably had some explanation in there. Like, we're uh, going to give you 15 minutes to eat, and you need to get the hell out because somebody else is coming in with 29 more dollars? Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I don't know. Do they have seating? Is it just the, you know, how elaborate is it? Is the door going to make the when you open the door? Well, they have, like, the internet over in the corner. Where you can like chat with people like Jason Mewes or Jay and Silent Bob did. Well, you know Ke Kevin Smith looks like he's lost a lot of weight recently. I mean, he he looks like he looks like the African you know the African continent version of you know he looks like he should be in one of those Sally Struthers commercials from back in the day. Exactly, and the thing is, is I think yesterday or today was the three year anniversary of his massive heart attack that he had. Um, he had what's called the widow maker of heart attacks where he was hundred percent blocked on a particular artery or vein or something. Too many Tim Hortons nuggets. Yeah. Yep. Another good movie of his. Um, but he showed a picture of him in the hospital with all the tubes up his nose and everything. He, he looked normal. And then they showed a picture of him now where his face is like collapsed, you know, that version, you know. Is he on the crack? Is he on the crack diet? You think? 
who knows. The Coke but diet? Mostly vegetarian, uh, from what I understand. But um, he looked better back then in the face than he does now. Well, see, I, I was looking at him, and before he had that cool, iconic look like you wear an oversized hockey jersey, the overall jacket that, you know, the, 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 the top coat that goes all the way down to your ankles or so forth, the hat on backwards, you know, the iconic look. Now, when I see him wearing that iconic jacket, I'm get I'm like turning away because I think he's gonna flash me or something like he's <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, it's definitely bizarre. Uh, like I, I was looking at his picture today on Facebook saying you, know, you look better. The, the day you had a heart attack, you look better than you look now. You know he did, he always did some funny stuff. Like I think there was a uh, one time he was visiting his parents or whatever they were in Jersey. It was a weekend. His move, he had a movie opening and, yep. uh, and <laughs> do you remember his story? Go ahead. Tell the story. It was dogma. And, uh, he, him and God, Brian Anderson, I think his name is. He's in, uh, the, uh, the clerks one and clerks two movies. And, uh, they were hanging around. I think it might've been the guy who runs his store too. And, uh, Hey, I hear they're protesting down at the movie theater about Dogma. Let's go down and check it out. So, of course, he goes down there. The local news is setting up. And who does the local news interview? But Kevin Smith himself. And he's like, yeah, these people are horrible. You know, oh, that Kevin Smith, he'll burn his steak. He needs to, you know, live his life straight and not, not, you know, come out with movies like this anymore. But, yeah, they interviewed Kevin Smith about his own movie. And you can actually see that on YouTube. That's great. I, again, we need to steal this marketing idea. What we need to do is get on, the, get, you know, we need to have somebody start an anti-Both Mike's campaign and then we need to jump on board. Right. Say, so, yeah, screw those guys. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, movies. Coming to Orlando on iDrive, exactly where I don't know. I think it's, uh, I think it's up by the Magical Midway, March 12th and 21st. Make your reservations online. Just Google Movies Orlando and you can find it there. So every 10 tickets gets you a point or something so you can go for free? I mean, you're, you're plugging the hell out of this thing. Or Are they, are they paying us? Well, no. I, I just want Kevin Smith to, to, to look at my, my latest script. <laughs> Is, right. Are you going to walk in with a script under your arm like while proud? That'd be great. I thought about it. I thought about it. it granted, you know, my would you but, uh, just need the story treatment? You don't. I mean, do you have the whole thing done or no? I, I have the, the treatment, the whole nine yards. It's like, yeah, I have twenty pages of treatment, and uh, and you're in it in a way. Yeah, bring it. Yeah. Well, I actually I wanted to bring it when I saw him live in Austin. Question: I should have finished to bring it. Just run out the door on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ask. Just do it. He'll do, he'll do a Q&A Q for like an hour, hour and a half, and it'll be one question. That guy can talk. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've seen them do those, and I've, I've always enjoyed those. I always thought they were funny as all get out. I remember the guy that smuggled in some Tim Horton uh, nuggets in, and the guy was, he was like, hey, I brought you some nuggets. And he goes, from Tim Hortons? He goes, bring those down here. And he brought them, and he brought the guy up on stage. And he opens them up. He goes, how did you get these in here? They didn't check you. And he was like, oh, I smuggled them in. He was like, these haven't been uh, any place I wouldn't want them to be, would they? And he goes, no. And he goes, well, you go ahead and eat one first. As a matter of fact, I'm going to pick the one out you're going to eat. 
and he made the guy eat a nugget first to make sure he didn't mess with him. But he sat there and ate nuggets and interviewed the guy. It was great. Well, his, his last movie, with Yogurt Hosers, was kind of loosely, um, loosely based on Tim Hortons and his clerks movie. And he had his daughter in there as, a, uh, as one of the clerks. And his daughter's best friend is Johnny Depp's daughter, Lily. And uh, they were they were both the, the two female clerks in this version of clerks at Tim Hortons in Canada. My wife hated it, but yeah, she hates everything with Kevin Smith. We need to get Tim Hortons to send us some money too. We've been talking a lot about them too. Yeah, and then maybe, maybe these guys too. Oh, there you look! Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I wish that was product placement. So tell me about this place. Hundred gas pumps, and they were all full. 104 gas pumps, yeah. Um, we got with their opening day on Monday, and it's the only thing my three-year-old's been talking about all week at school, from what I understand. Uh, they had show-and-tell today. He brought the, the letter N was show-and-tell. So they, uh, he brought in beaver nuggets. Beaver nuggets. Nice. Uh, which are like the cereal corn pops with uh, caramel on them. They're interesting. Hey. And you know, this is great podcast stuff because they don't know we're talking about this place called Bucky's. We didn't even mention that. We just started talking about it. Exactly. Go ahead, reset. T tell us where the, what the deal is with this Bucky's. Oh, it's it's huge. It's like 50,000 square feet, which is, gosh, an average average supermarket size. And they have everything that, you know, the, the Bucky t-shirts and Bucky this and Bucky can openers and Bucky this and uh, 44 ounce sodas for 79 cents. Um, they have a wall 20 feet across, 8 feet high of uh, beef jerky, every kind of beef jerky you can imagine, and all, and like, yeah. Every Texas barbecue? What's that? They have yes. Texas barbecue? I actually, I went there for lunch today, because it's literally a mile away, and um, got a, a brisket sandwich for, for lunch, five ninety nine, and it was really good, it was like Texas. All right, so is it better than Wawa sandwich? Uh, I have yet to have a sandwich from Wawa. Well, you got to well, you got to try it. Yeah, of course I have. Well, yeah, um, I expect a full report. <laughs> Wawa, Wawa's gonna be my report for next week. Wawa versus Bucky's. We'll do a head-to-head -head competition. There's no, no comparison. Uh, yeah, I'll see if I can make it to a Wawa this week. There's, <laughs> 20 miles away. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's Whataburger here, too. I know they closed down the Whataburger in Orlando. Yeah, you could, there you go. You could put all three of them side by side by side, do a comparison. You know, the guy from Barstool Sports did that with the pizza. You ever see him? No. I'll have to, I, I'm forgetting all about that stuff right now. I, for, I forget the guy's name. He, he, the way he judges, he goes from town to town when he goes places, he judges pizzas he'll go in he'll get a cheese pizza and he'll stand outside your place and eat a slice of pizza and talk to you about he'll grade the pizza like one through ten. Oh yeah yeah did you do a thing with bon jovi yeah i think so i think so 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 my whole thing is i do something similar and i haven't been videotaping it but you know when things open up a bit more i'm gonna go to restaurants and i always judge a restaurant by the buffalo chicken sandwich now i know this sounds far-fetched but hear me out people would say you should judge them by this or judge them by that. I'm trying to find one product that a lot of places have. A burger has too many variables. There's too many things you could do with a burger. 
But a buffalo chicken sandwich is kind of like, you're kind of like pigeonholed into what you're doing there. So if I go to a place for the first time, I'll try the buffalo chicken sandwich. And then I know where they are in the hierarchy of the likelihood of me returning. Right. If I go to an Italian restaurant or actually any restaurant, you have chicken parm on the menu. Yeah. That's my go-to, chicken parm. You can't, you can't really screw it up. Breaded chicken sauce, melt some cheese on the top, throw some pasta on the side. And, right. Uh, so have you found a chicken parm place near you? No. No. San Antonio I had. It was a place called Tony Carino's or Johnny Carino's. Something like that. It was decent. But he's here in town now. I found a Mexican food restaurant that has chimichangas. A chimichanga guy. Of course, there's Tijuana uh, Flats. These are these are great opportunities for advertisers. You walk in there, tell them what you're doing. Oh, yes, sir. Right this way. Eat a free chicken sandwich. Right this way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Now, not many places here. We kind of stuck to the, the, the ones that are close by. Um, as far as pizza, I can tell a pizza a mile away. You know, if you go into a place and... Uh, they don't have meatball pizza. They can't make a white pizza. Nope. Really? Walk into a pizza place. If they can make a meatball pizza and not a ground beef pizza. Yes. A white pizza. Yes. Bianca or a white pizza. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Literally, uh, best pizza place in San Antonio. I moved there in uh, 2010. And everybody's like, oh, you got to try this place. You gotta try this. And... I would be, I didn't have any full pizza. No, I don't know. <laughs> I would try this place. I'm like, eh, try this place. Eh, you know, if your pizza's on a conveyor, eh. <laughs> so I finally go to this place called Florio's. And, uh, you know, different people were telling me about it. I would go there and uh, I see all there is in this place is Giants, Jets, Mets, and Yankees stuff. All right, this is a good sign. Like, where are you all from? They're like, oh, New Jersey. I'm like, oh, where in Jersey? Oh, New Jersey. Like Paramus. <laughs> Paramus is literally that far away from Park Ridge, where all the malls are. The mall so did, did you tell them the story about how you saved the mall from burning down? No, no, they were busy, but we kind of we kind of know the same people. You know, they the gas station. My mom used to take our cars to, and, and I used to go to to get gas. I had the mobile credit card. They knew the owner, we knew the owner, so you know, kind of, you know people when it comes to things like that. And uh, best people in town. I, I almost cried when I had their pizza. It was that little, and it was a meatball pizza. You got to go back. Like, 800 miles away. <laughs> well, now you have an opportunity to find that meatball pizza somewhere else. Yeah. I like it. You found a place, I think, it's, I, think it's, I think it's called New York Pizza. And, uh, it's, it's 12 miles down what they call Nine Mile Road. So. Wait a second. Hold on. I got questions. <laughs> 12 miles down Nine Mile Road. I like that, first of all. But, I, all right, never mind. I'm going to skip that. Go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. I'm gone. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Did they have prices on the wall? That I don't remember. No. Yeah. What do you mean like the, the board above the head? With those little numbers you kind of stick on. So, 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 
So let me ask you this. Is it a real pizza place if they don't sell pizza by the slice? Ooh. I think, yeah. I, I think to be a, a true pizza place, you need to sell by the slice. So is it is it called a pizza parlor? It can be. What's or the difference? A pizza parlor or a pizzeria? Yeah, there you go. What's the difference? I wouldn't know. Well, I, I think of... When I think of parlor, for some reason, I think of beauty parlor or like barbershop. I think a pizza parlor or a pizzeria, you can actually go and sit and eat. And then just like a pizza place or pizza joint, you can just pick up and go. Like, like I remember Gino's downtown Orlando. Fabulous pizza, New York style pizza. Oh, actually, they didn't have seating. They had seating upstairs. Upstairs. Yeah. And they're gone. That was a test. If you could make it upstairs, you could have a seat. <laughs> Eighty-two fifty, slice and two cokes. Here you go. That was that was good pizza, and good size slices too. They're gone. Unfortunately, I don't know what's there now. I haven't been downtown Orlando in eight years. Yeah, I haven't been either. I'm I'm sure it's I'm sure it's just vibrant. All right. Well, listen, if, you, if you're listening to us, you're probably listening on somewhere you find a podcast. We're podcasting everywhere right now. So if you if you go to a place for a podcast and you don't see us there, email me, Mike underscore Sofka at both mics, and I will see what I can do to get us on there. But we're everywhere. We're on iHeart, Spotify, Podbean, Google, uh, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, Anchor. And then, of course, you check out our website, bothmikes.com, whatshotinflorida.com, and you can check us out on Facebook as well. I don't know. You got anything else, Mr. Taylor? No, I, I'm no show prep today. Sorry. You're partied out. Thank you so much for your contributions. I am going to run out to the store right now and get some time crystals time so I can crystals. jump on a space shuttle and go somewhere. I'm going to go uh, throw a frozen pizza in the oven and... Uh... Got my chapstick. I'm good to go. Nice. Nice. All right, brother. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care, folks.